everybody. Yep, it must be Sunday because I'm here. It's four to six answering your pet questions. Uh, the cat, dog, whatever type thing, be greatly uh, call it out in and I'll be happy to answer it. And Carly went to the Gopher game down in Iowa this weekend, so we got Hope. Hello. Hey, Hope, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good, good. I'm sure, I'm, you know, the Gophers have played, you know, there's nothing that the Gophers should be sad about, even though they lost yesterday. I know. You know, it, but the, everybody wants when they're on a roll to keep on rolling. Yeah. But man, there's, you Gopher fans, please, please don't be disappointed. I hope you're not, because, yeah, it's an old shucks, mm-hmm. but uh, what the heck, you, you know. Yes. It's, so it's, uh, but at least they're going to be in a bowl game and such like that and then the vikings pulled off oh, i literally sat in the car to listen <laughs> to the last two minutes because you know they're down at a two-yard line ours and i can't believe the vikings held them off so kudos to the vikings i greatly appreciate you and anyway, so uh, a couple things I got to bring up is a, a market calendar for December 11th. December 11th, I'm going to be down at Flegels in um, uh, Rosemount with Lori and Julie are going to be doing their show live from uh, three to six there. And so I'm going to be down there answering pet questions on the side. All right. So you can come on down to Flegels and Rosemont. And then, uh, and they, uh, it's a Santa stop. You know how we have the Santa yes, stops? Yes, of course. So bring an unwrapped toy for, Perfect. you know, for, and one thing, everybody wants to go with the, the young, yes. you know, the mm-hmm. little kids, cause they're, you know, it's cute toys and stuff like that. But you know what? What gets left out is the the like tan teenagers and the teenagers. Yes, yes. of course. And, and even yeah. So so please uh, think about that. You know, gift cards always work great where they can go get their own thing. But mm-hmm. uh, I know, and everybody loves the stuffed animals. I mean, I'm the huge stuffed. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, I my even my girlfriend saying, "Are you ever going to grow up?" I mean, I'll I'll go to one of the big box stores and just be enamored by like these. Now they have these big bins of big stuffed animals, right? And I'm just like, oh, but you're so soft. <laughs> Because it used to be the the animals were like stuck stuff with a sawdust type, and they weren't squishy and oh, interesting, yeah. And now they're like, oh, Oh, yeah. So yeah, and I've got to see an elephant. I got a giraffe, uh, not a giraffe, uh, a zebra. I got an elephant, a zebra, a humongous dog, a humongous gorilla, a humongous chicken. (laughs) Do you put them in a separate room or? Well, uh, when Cassandra, my daughter's, you know, here from Elastic. Of course, yeah. uh, Her room that is my stuffed animal room okay <laughs> so when she comes here the kids have to sleep with the giant dog they they like use it as a tent it's a big dog oh my gosh if you stand it up it's it's taller than me i mean it's wow. like ginormous around you <laughs> and so I, I couldn't pass them up so, <laughs> so yeah i yeah i know i'm the kid i mean i i cannot get rid of them <laughs> Hey, you know, that's like, okay. Yeah, and I just keep adding. Grandchildren, so there that, you go. And that's what I'm blaming See, it on. See, blame it on that. <laughs> that's what I'm blaming it on. Well, as you know, this is week was a hunting week, mm-hmm. and uh, the guys got four does and one buck. Four wow. Does. And nobody got anything this morning, uh, so tonight now is the last hunting for this year, so we'll see if anybody gets anything sure. now tonight. So, uh, and then I've been watching the grandkids when uh, mom and dad went out, and uh uh, the youngest is, uh, well, they call, his name is Rockney, but they call him Ninu. I'm not going to go into why that. But anyway, so they call him <laughs> sure. Ninu. And he has been really, really good all the times that I've been watching him. But mm-hmm. t- today, this morning, he was just out of sorts. He was uncomfortable. He just, you know, he wasn't mad. He was just, you could tell he was uncomfortable. Aww. So yeah, I'm trying to hold him and, you know, you know, and, and uh, you know, and then I'd put him down and it's like, no, he'd come racing back to me. Like, okay, he wants me to hold him, but he was yeah. just. And so huh. anyway, so finally I got into, I got a glider chair. And so I got into the glider chair. So I just started gliding back and forth. And all of a sudden, he lays his head down. And then all of a sudden, he's sound asleep. And I'm like, wow. There. Whoa. Because I've been listening to him like kind of 
cuts for oh. 45 minutes. So as far as you know, one minute hysterical and then not so mm. much. And then, yeah. And so then I told Will, the oldest one was five. I said, go get grandma a blanket quick. <laughs> and so we covered him up and he slept in my oh. arms from the, um, Good Morning America. He came on at eight. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and the kids got in from hunting at quarter to nine. And honestly, Pete, that kid can hear her. I mean, literally, he was sleeping, right? Right. Okay, she's coming up the steps and just said, Will... He shot up like a rocket wow. and then started crying. Every time oh. she walks into the room, he, she, he starts crying. Oh. So that was my banner day that, Grant, that, that I got a munchkin to sleep in my yeah, There arms. you go. Isn't that cool? Yeah, good, yeah, precious grandma moment there. Oh. So, uh, anyway, okay, so if you got questions, give, oh, and like I say, market uh, Flegels, uh, December 11th, Rosemont uh, from 3 to 6, and I'll be at the live, and then they're also going to have uh, uh, treats there, you know. Uh, Is that a pet store, Flegels? Well, it's, or? it's more like a feed mill store. Oh, like, okay. You know, kind of sort of thing. Sure. And it's this nice place. I've been there before, and I, I really like them. So please, mark your calendars. Come on down. Bring us uh, an unwrapped present. And like I say, try to remember the teeny, teeny boppers and the older kids not to see younger cutesy, cutesy stuff, all right? And uh, da, 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 uh, oh, congratulations to Alexis yes. and Anya. Oh. They had a bouncing baby boy. Oh, yes. I have not heard what the name is yet. You know, and so uh, I'm not saying nothing. It's her, as Jason would say, it's right. her story to tell. Right. <laughs> so what all we know is we got a bouncing baby boy. So I'm so, I remember when she announced it, I think that was in May, like around maybe first part of June. And I was just, you know, I'm just like, how could you, number one, keep it a secret that long? Right, <laughs> yeah. And number two was like, I know how bad she wanted to be mm-hmm. a mom and they would make just perfect parents. Oh, I know. I know, because they're just such fun, easy going. They didn't wonder with their dogs. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> there, well, You can but, tell a lot. You really can, yes. though. You really could. I, I tell um, people that are, want to have kids, I said, get a dog. Not mm-hmm. a cat. Get a dog. Because then you can find out who's going to be the disciplinarian, who's going to be the prankster. You know, <laughs> how, if you guys agree on how you do things. Sure. And can you work it out? Mm-hmm. Because if you can't do it with the dog, that you don't have a prayer for two-legged kids. Oh, yeah. So that's why people, you're contemplating having kids, get a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Test it out. You got it. You got it. Um, also, too, go to mytalk1071.com. Go to my Katie Canine show page. Uh, Pet Cremation Services in Minnesota. We're doing a pet of the month. And what they're going to do is, is you submit your, you go to the My Katie Canine Show page and it's, there's a, you just click on Pet of the Month and then uh, put down your pet. It doesn't have to be a dog. It could be a cat. It can be a guan. It can be a horse. It can be anything. And so, you know, download, uh, put your name on it and, and upload your picture. And then at the end of the month, Nutrisource is giving out prizes for Pet of the Month. Okay. I don't know what. I didn't. Oh, okay. I keep forgetting to ask. <laughs> <laughs> but there's I, prizes. That's yes. fun. I'm assuming it'll be treats and food is yeah. what, what I'm assuming. So. <laughs> and they have their great freeze-dried treats. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, everybody knows what I'm not now. I've become a, they have freeze-dried minnows. Oh, okay. And they're okay. for the cats. Sure. But, see, I got small dogs. Uh, if you had a great date... <laughs> These minnows may not be right for you, but if you got the medium to smaller dogs, please try the freeze dried minnows. It is it is a riot. They love them dearly. They're getting their omega threes. I cannot look at them. They drive me nuts. And so I just you know I, I take it out of the bag. You close your eyes. I just dry, well, I just drop it. I don't look at them. Okay. Okay. Because you know they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a whole minnow. It's a whole minnow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and so and the cats are totally. It's like catnip. It's it's unbelievable. The freeze dried minnows. Yeah, from Pure Vita. You got to find them in the cat section. They don't have them in the dog section. So I told him, I said, what you need to do is package them in a bigger bag So and then just put cat and dog. Yeah. Because it goes either one, but those freeze-dried minnows are awesome. 
So anyway. Very good. I know it, I know it. But yeah, so go to mytalk1071.com, go to my Katie Canine show page, and then click on Pet of the Month, and then uh, put your name in and upload your picture that you want to enter. And so that, and it's well, the end of the month coming up. Right. <laughs> and it's just a drawing tape. Do they just draw out of the... I don't know how oh, they do okay. You know, truth be told, that's a good question. I have no <laughs> idea what they're doing. If they're judging them, or oh, okay. I have no sure. idea what somebody's going to... Or maybe they're... You Is know, this the gonna, first month? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. So, yeah, so, yeah. So we're figuring this out. <laughs> I haven't been here filling yeah, in for true. a while, that's so true. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. There you go. That's <laughs> true. That's true. So anyway, so yeah, so ch- check that out. Uh, get your upload your picture for your of your pet. I'd love to see them. Yeah. Uh, and boy, some people when they call in, they tell me what breed of dog they got. I just, I'm scratching my head like, boy, now nah, I need to see a picture of that one. Oh, okay. Because it really is. It's pretty cool what they got going on up there. So give a holler. We're gonna start answering questions. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Also, people, and don't wait till the fifth, the five o'clock hour. Then the pa- the calls pile up, <laughs> and then you have to wait longer. So there's not as much as a pile up at the beginning, at the early hour here. So so give a holler. Okay, let's see. Okay, why do flamingos stand on one leg? Why do flamingos stand on one leg? It's stupid dad jokes. All right. Thank you for staying with the Katie Canine Show. Greatly appreciate you sharing your Sunday afternoon with me. And today we have Hope on the other line answering the phone. So uh, Hope always does a fantastic job. So I'm so glad Thank she's you. here. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> okay. Why do flamingos stay on one stand on one leg? These are goofy. These kid, are oh, these are goofy, dad jokes. Well, goofy kid jokes. Oh, okay. You know, um, Alexis says your dad <laughs> jokes. I'll say goofy kid jokes. Sure. Okay. So why do flamingos stand on one leg? So they don't tip over. No, I don't know. If they lift the other leg, they'll fall down. Oh, <laughs> da, 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 da. there you go. Say so we had a caller that didn't want to go um, be on air. Mm-hmm. I had this understandable, and you can do that too, as long as you don't clock the line with one with a lot of them. But anyway, her and I was going to bring this up anyway because you know my grandsons, one, three, and five, have been with me for a month. And she was asking how she can train the dog to not like railroad the grandkids. Mm-hmm. Folks, what it comes down to is you have to be the adult here. And like what I've done with my dogs, my dogs are downstairs and the kids are upstairs. I have baby gates, so they can't go downstairs and torment sure. my dogs. And and then when I when the kids are being calm, like watching a movie or reading a book, mm-hmm. then I'll bring the kids and you know the dogs up and then you know they can pet them a little bit and such like that. But I'm right on top of them to make sure that they're not grabbing fur or you know, hurting right. because Ethel's only three pounds mm-hmm. and Gilligan's ten. But <laughs> <laughs> who I worry about is Ethel because she's so little they don't think it's a real dog. <laughs> yeah. So the thing is, is it's not teach the dog to leave the grandkids alone. The thing is, is when the ca- grandkids are, or any kids, if they're in movement, like especially if they're running and playing and jumping and being hysterical, like the three grandkids have been at my place, you know, just put the dogs in the kennel or put them in a, a playpen or someplace that's out of sight, out of mind. So the the kids won't keep, you know, pestering them. Right. Because all the kids want to do is see how the eyes work, see what's in the ears, you know, check, you know, <laughs> grab, grab the tail because it's moving and such mm-hmm. like that. And the kids, the, the the dogs, especially if you have a really friendly, exuberant dog, a lot of them want to go to the face of the kids because usually they got leftover food on their face mm-hmm. or their hands. And so they're constantly licking them in the face and, and knocking them over. Not, you know, not in, intentionally. It's not like, hey, look at a kid. I'm going to knock you over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, and truth be told, kid hater dogs are caused by parents or grandmas and grandpas that do not guard the face and space of the dog. Okay. Because everybody thinks that they get a puppy 
when they bring the puppy up with the dogs, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) bring the puppy up with the kids that, oh, it's going to be one happy. No, because uh, uh, first of all, if you have kids under eight years old, get an adult dog, at least two years old, two to three years old. Okay. Now you know how big the dog is. You know who the dog is. Does he even like kids? Uh, You know, what's his demeanor? What's his personality? Right. All right. Then if you got kids that are older than eight, if you want to get a puppy, uh, there's a Barron's puts out, it's called uh Puppy Training for Kids, Barron's, B-A-R-R-O-N-S, I believe. Anyway, it's a really good book. I suggest that in my puppy classes uh, for people that have got kids. But so the whole thing is here is that you've got to be the guardian. Uh, and it comes down to that because usually if you talk to people that don't like dogs, what happened? Mm-hmm. They were like when they were kids that, you know, they got plowed by a dog or, they, you know, they ripped their clothes. And so they hate dogs. Exactly. And they make it go, you know, at first it's like, oh, look at the cute puppy. <laughs> oh, and then all of a sudden the puppy starts moving and those needle teeth shred things. And all of a sudden it's not so fun. And then all of a sudden mom and dad, like there, there's a not enough <laughs> pressure having kids. <laughs> just bought a puppy in the mix too. <laughs> and then there's people that want to get a puppy like uh, eight weeks. Hopefully you don't never get a pup under eight weeks. 10 weeks is even better if they can stay with the littermates and the mom, being that they've been weaned, obviously. But uh, the, the, uh, what was it? Where was I? I had a brain fluff. <laughs> brain fluff. Where was I going with this? Uh, oh, is that if when you get that that younger pup, like eight, 10 weeks, okay, that you want kids that are at least, you know, eight, 10 or even older, would it be better? Okay. Because, like I say, they, they know when you say don't run, they, well, listen, mostly. <laughs> Hopefully. Right. And then that's why you got to really make sure you do, you take the time to kennel train these puppies. Oh, I know what I was going to say, too, is that a lot of people, when they get that, because it is a lot of work, potty training and all this kind of stuff, they send the puppy to puppy boot camp or to, you know, no dog should go to out for training under six months. That's my view as a trainer. That's my sure. personal opinion. Because the thing is, there's so much bonding that goes from eight weeks, 10 weeks when you get them up to that five, six months that if you're sending them out for a couple of weeks worth of training because you don't want to potty train them, guess what? You're going to be potty training them when they come back because, oh, sure. because that is a new territory. They were potty right. trained at that other territory. Dogs are not robots. You cannot just program this mm-hmm. stuff. Here, you. I get a lot of requests. Well, can I board my dog with you and will you train them? I could make some pretty good hefty money. <laughs> yeah. I really could but it's like no you chose to get a dog mm-hmm. dang it then then train it <laughs> and it's a lot of work mm. i haven't had a puppy in 50 years because they're a <laughs> lot of work i love that's why i love my puppy classes i get to smell the puppy breath and see the oh it's so good oh, yeah and then they all go home <laughs> yep, exactly and so that's why anytime you've got grandkids or little kids and you you know got a dog that's plowing over the top of them first of all to bring the dog to obedience classes so that when you if the dog does get out or you know what i mean in in the process of going for the kids you can say the word leave it and the dog's going to turn around and come back to you mm-hmm. so you want to get the dog organized in the head not just be screaming and yelling because if you're screaming and yelling at the dog that's what the kids pick up and then they're going to be screaming and yelling at the dog oh yeah and then that under uh, then now the dog is just unnerved with Ugh. all this screaming and yelling and you know the dogs can hear almost 300,000 times better than us so that the whole thing is is that uh yeah so people please please if you, you got grandkids and now you got or you had a dog now you got grandkids just two worlds and like i said then when the kids are quiet bring the dog out on a leash so you got control of the situation and then teach a dog to be nice you be nice just hey hey, hey be nice talk real calm teach the kids to be calm and so then everything then uh, and then hopefully as the kids learn and they grow and the dog gets bigger and you know it, it'll all work out so all right, where are we at there, ma'am? All right, we have Diane, and she has two cats, and they've been picky eaters for a while now, and she's been rotating their food. All right. Hi, Diane. How you doing? 
I'm doing okay. So I have two cats. I've been feeding them Pure Vita for a long time. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, they stopped eating it. And so I thought maybe it got stale or, you know, some weird thing. So I bought another bag, and it's like they ate a little bit of it, and they're not eating it anymore for whatever reason. I don't know. Mm -hmm. So I have the one cat is nine years old and will eat anything. So I'm not too worried about her. I mean, Mm -hmm. she'll eat canned stuff. She'll eat whatever. You know, I can find whatever. The other cat is very picky, and it's like I've bought a couple of different ones. I bought from grain-free cat food, and also this fussy cat. And it's like she's not eating. I mean, she may take a little bit, but it's been going on for a couple of weeks. She's not eating. You know, she's nibbling, but that's about it. And it's like she used to like the pate, you know, because it's trying to get some canned stuff or whatever, uh-huh. and she's not going for that. The other cat is will eat anything, so I'm not <laughs> worried about her, but, okay. you know. Oh, now, what's her demeanor? Is she out of character? Uh, does she do she seem kind of uh, listless? What there's what's her weight? Is it is she dropping um, I've been weight? Trying to get her weight, she's been a bit, you know, she's caught on a little bit. <laughs> so, but it is. I mean, it's going. She's lost a pound or two. So, I and mean, she has eating something, but it's like, and she's not because I've I lost a cat because of kidney disease. So it's like she's not drinking a lot and she's not puking. So, okay. but again, it's like I lost a cat. Okay. You know, before these cats right. of kidney disease, and I'm just like, please, not this, or whatever, you know. Because like, cause I know that you're supposed to, like, mix the new food with the old food. Well, it doesn't work because they're not eating the old food for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, but now the other cat is eating it, but this, this is one cat is not, correct? Um, the other cat is eating whatever I put in right. front of it. okay. So yeah. my guess so is that when a that cat neither goes... Neither one of them, because it's like... At one point, I did sort of like a buffet thing. It's like, okay, this is your provider. This is the Froms. This uh-huh. is the um, Fussy Cat. You know, okay. and it's like the other one's like, like I said, neither of them will touch the provider. I don't know why, but whatever. But the other one will eat, you know, can't. She'll eat almost anything, so I'm not worried about her. But the other, you know, which is, you know, par for the course for, you know, stuff. But like I said, the older cat is... You know, just like nibbling and what she used to do, you know, she'll nibble and then she'll come back and she'll nibble. But it's like, no, she's not finishing a bowl that would, you know, okay. I'm just concerned about her. All right. And if you dealt with uh, renal failure before, then you know that you're supposed to just be feeding total canned food, right? Grain-free canned food, no dry matter whatsoever. Right. That's what that's what they that usually what crashes the renal system is uh, that because the dog the cats can't drink enough water to compensate for the dry matter and then they get crystals and then they go into start going into kidney and liver problems. But anyway, okay. So the thing is, when when a cat would normally eat, even though if they were fussy, but now they become very fussy. I would suspect there's something going on wrong in her mouth. That there's either she's got a cracked tooth, she's got tar buildup, or something in the roof of her mouth. So, there's something wrong in her mouth. Is what okay. I would that would. I would uh, say because I had my kitten well she was a kitten at the time she was what about seven six months old all of a sudden you know same thing she used to eat she was a good eater and then all of a sudden she just kind of take a couple and then take off and I'm like well what the heck so I started looking at her and then I noticed she was drooling a little bit and I brought her in and here she had kind of like a herpes thing going on in her mouth and so okay. we got that cleared up, and everything was fine. She's been fine ever since. So that's okay. so, so. If uh, like I said, even if she was a picky eater, but she really is not eating much, and she's losing weight, then it's time to take her to the vet. I would since you got her there because it's trauma anyway for them to go there. I would have you know the complete blood profile if you haven't had one done for a while, and then I have the mouth checked and just kind of see what's going on there. Okay. 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 
right. Thank you. You bet. Keep me posted, okay? Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Yeah, that's uh, when you uh, same with dogs, you know, all that. Um, uh, unfortunately, I call her my second daughter. Uh, uh, her lab, I want to say, how long has he been gone? I want to say he's been gone about six years now. And maybe it's been longer. I, you know, time flies. <laughs> right. So, anyway, uh, what they noticed is that he wasn't, you know, eating like he normally ate. Yeah. And then, like, sometimes he'd, 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 he'd like, almost kind of like, you know, out, you know, like that, mm. that didn't, that wasn't right. You know, like spit it out. And so anyway, so they start looking and they couldn't see nothing and da, da, da. So they finally brought him into the vet and here the vet tilted his head back and looked at the roof of his mouth and hearing a tumor <gasps> on the roof of his mouth. Oh my gosh. And that's why Oof. he was having a hard time. So usually there's either cracked teeth, tartar mm. building, there's some kind of pain in the mouth. Yeah. If your dog or cat it, it normally eats okay, but now all of a sudden they're either eating real. And that's what happened to my Albert. All of a sudden, he was slowing down, and I didn't notice that uh, he had had tumor on the side of his jaw until it got bigger. Ooh, and sure. then it's like, whoa, brought him in, oh. and they said, sorry, Kate. And so he oh. lasted, I think, four weeks, and then I had to put him down. But oh, anyway, wow. but see, and, then, and cats especially are very, very good at disguising health problems and the reason is because oh, interesting and the reason is is because then they're somebody's lunch <laughs> oh. so you can't look like a weak link you gotta yes. buck it up and do it you mm-hmm. know what i mean where yeah okay i'm there i'm there hmm. and uh and so that's why usually when you see a cat that's kind of tanking it's tank tanking it's been tanking for a while but you really didn't oh, okay. notice it all right interesting yeah, yeah. so that's cats are the masters huh. of and, and many dogs will do it, but not like cats not like cats so anyway Okay, where are we at? We have to go to break. Oh, that thing? <laughs> okay. Okay, we're going to do one more joke, and then we'll do a trivia. All right. You remember, this is goofy kid jokes, right? Okay, what did the mother lion say to her cub before dinner? What did the mother lion say to her cub before dinner? Be back. All right. Yes, this would be the Katie Canine Show. Thank you for listening. All right. What did the mother lion say to her cub before dinner? I have no idea. Shall we pray? P R E Y. Shall we pray? P R E Y. There you go. Goofy kid jokes. All right. You know, there's some signs. Uh, hey, if you got a question, give a holler. 651 641 1071. 651 641 1071. Okay, there's signs that there's gonna, it's gonna be like a heavy duty winter. All right. Mm. Okay. Uh, a couple of, uh, one of them is that, uh, Ants are marching in a line rather than meandering. Okay. Okay. Early seclusion of bees within the hive. Unusual abundance of acorn. Do you live any place that has uh, no trees yet? Neither no. Do I. Well, we do out in the uh, back pasture, but you know it's still growing up. <laughs> okay. I, I don't think I can see the acorns. <laughs> so anyway, oh. but anyway, okay. And then now this is something too: is see how high the hornet's nest is in the tree. If it's really high in the tree, that means it's going to be a lot of snow that winter. Now, last winter when we got so much in February and March, what happened was that the neighbor's wasp nest was like, I'm talking, it was, I'd, I'd say at least, what, 30 feet off the ground, if not more. And uh, sure as bananas, February and March, we got in with all that snow and it just kept on coming. So that that would be one. So if you got a hornet's nest in your yard, check out and see how high it is. All right. And then we talked about this too, the woolly bear. It's supposed to be the orange band on the woolly bear, you know, the woolly, woolly worm caterpillar, that the the more brown than the milder the winter. Now, unfortunately, 
We have a lot of woolly woolly caterpillars. Okay, okay. It's a fifty fifty oh, deal. Geez. I've got. In fact, I just saw one last night when I was working in the school that uh, it was almost totally black. There was no. So that would mean so like, major winter. Okay? Oh my gosh! But then earlier this week when I was sweeping <laughs> yeah. and vacuuming, okay, in the school. Yeah, they were, you know, the band on, on brown was pretty wide, so that would mean a milder winter. So I don't put... Oh, no, gosh. Yeah, so anyway. Well, keep your eyes out. There you go. <laughs> and then, let's see. And then this is really a cool one. Frequent halos or rings around the sun or moon forecast numerous snowfalls. Okay. Fre- okay. Frequent halos mm-hmm. or, or rings around the sun or the moon forecast numerous snowfalls. And I see that a lot, you know, because when I'm doing chores, you know, the moon is out. Sure, Yes. And now with hunting season, I mean, the sun's coming up. I've been up for that too. <laughs> there hasn't been no, but on the but on the uh, the moon there has been some uh, rings. In it. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's head for the phone calls. All right, we have David, and he has a question about a puppy biting. All right, that's what puppies do. Mm-hmm. Hi, David. Hi, Katie. How are you? Good, good. So, what kind of pup, and how old? Uh, she is. Just under ten weeks, and she's a giant schnauzer. Uh, oh, a giant schnauzer! I'm impressed. Where did you get her? Uh, with a breeder in Illinois. Oh, in Illinois. Okay, because boy, yeah. I I very rarely see them. They are very they're a rare commodity. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And so that is way cool. Okay, so what's going on? You petting her, or is she just going after you? What's going on? Well, I guess you name it. Um, you know, just sitting on the couch, she'll get after your feet. If you're playing with her, she'll get after your hands. Mm-hmm. Um. In it, it, kind of any situation outside with her when she's going to the bathroom, she'll go after your pant legs. Okay. Um, now, how long have break you, her attention? Yep. How long have you had her? Uh, just over a week. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. First of all, what you want to do is that uh, get yourself a plant mister, fill it with water, set it on street, mm-hmm. and uh, set. And then, like you know, when she's going after your pant, your feet, your pant legs, or your feet, the word is leave it. Okay. Blast her in the face mm-hmm. in deep voice. Ah. Leave it. And as soon as she backs off, just call me, say thank you, and now redirect. Don't wait and see if she's going to do it again. Where's your ball? Give it an opportunity to start naming things or where's dad, you know, somebody in the house, you know, but redirect the dog onto something else instead of just standing there to wait to see if they're going to do it again, all right? Carry the water bottle with you for the first three, four days. Your goal here is the first five times you say and spray. Ah, leave it. And then as soon as they back off, thank you. Don't say good boy. Remember, that gets them all nutsy in the headsy. All right. So then um, then you want to start staggering after the first five, six times of saying and spraying at the same time. You're going to, ah, 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 leave it. If she doesn't, then you blast her and say, leave it again. But make sure you deepen your voice with the growl. Most puppies are no to death. And pretty soon it goes in one ear and out the other. And their mom already taught them, if you listen to the growl, the correction doesn't come. And that's what you're going to play off of, something she's already been taught. Because if they would, if mom would give them a growl, like, you know, back off, sucker. <laughs> and they didn't. Mom would grab them around the neck and squeeze with her teeth, you know, and pinch them, and the pup would yelp, and all the pups would stop, like, okay, mom's mad, mom's mad, mom's mad. Okay, she'd slowly release her, release her grip, the pups would step away, and a little bit later, they slowly come back up to her, like, hey, you still ticked, ma? And she'd give them a growl, oh, ma still growl, no, nah, we'll leave her alone for a little bit longer. <laughs> and so that's what you want to do, is simulate what they already know. And so then don't play any tug-of-war games, no games, wrestling games. Don't teach this mm-hmm. dog to be a rough dog. 
what you're gonna do is uh, you, you later when the dog has this uh, ducks in a, on the pond and start getting in a row and the manners are starting to really then you can introduce the word tug and play it but you start it you stop it but the, at this time if you cre- bring that side out you won't be able to tuck it back in again and so what you want to work is on kindness and and disorganizing and teaching tricks and building the confidence like little mini agility things and such like that that's the main name of the game and then under have everybody in the house know what word means what you know like if the dog is barking ah quiet or enough you decide what is the word going to be so everybody write it down in the refrigerator so everybody understands now if the dog jumps this is what we say you know is it down or off when it barks is it enough or quiet when she's going after my feet is it going to be leave it you know what words are you going to use so that everybody's you know on the same page don't let any kids do corrections that's the adult and by kids i mean kids that are under 12 years old all right, mm-hmm. then you have to be, and let the pup drag a nylon leash around the house so you got something to quick step on and give a correction. Hey, wrong. And then redirect. Where's your ball? Where's this? Or, and don't be, now you kennel, kennel training this pup? Yeah, we have been. Um, it's not going too bad at this point, I guess. Okay, uh, what kind of kennel did you get? All wire or plastic? It is plastic. Oh, good. And then where is the kennel? Uh, it is currently in the family room. Okay, bring it up to your bedroom. I, it's, this isn't for the life of the dog. This is part of the bonding process. Put, you know, if you have a nightstand, take that one out, and now your kennel is your nightstand. Because mm-hmm. now the dog, by being in the same room as you're sleeping in, they're getting used to your smells, your sounds, and such like that. And it's part of the bonding. And usually why most pups scream and yell when you bring them home, and they're, first of all, I lost my mom, I lost my litter mate. Where am I? Who the heck are you? And, and so they feel very lost and abandoned. And so that's why by bringing them up into and then you put them down in the family room or something like that they're totally by themselves and many personality of dogs don't handle that well and usually by about four and a half months they start becoming more independent and then you can put the kennel where you want it if you want it in the mudroom or whatever but now they have they're starting to get their confidence level and such like that and so then now uh they're not screaming and yelling you know down there and you're not getting any sleep So we've been moving the kennel back and forth between the bedroom and the family room. Um, I guess moving it to the bedroom at night, so she has been sleeping good, in the bedroom. Good, 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 good. Okay, good. And I guess as far as the the spray bottle goes, um, so far I think she just thinks that that's just the most fun toy. But so you uh, got to have the voice with it. Ah, you know. Yep, what? and and we definitely have. Okay, been, we've been listening to you. Oh, for good. A while, okay, so then we've you been, ju- we've been practicing. Oh, good. excellent. <laughs> So then go half apple cider vinegar, half water, and aim okay. for just the nose or for the mouth at the exact same okay. time. Ah, quiet. All right, so half, and then you might have to go three quarters apple. That's uh, apple cider vinegar. If you get the organic kind, it's healthy mm-hmm. for them. So, and dogs have three eyelids, so that if that uh, if you accidentally blast in the face, don't worry, don't worry, they'll stop for a second, kind of blink their eyes, and then it'll be just fine. Uh, that's okay. why mace does not work on dogs and create some. You know, you thought the dog was mad before. <laughs> The mace really makes the dog mad. <laughs> so that's why that doesn't work on that. So that's why if you get it accidentally in the eye, don't worry. And the dog is, this pupper is going to grow so fast. And you want to mm-hmm. make sure that every morning when you feed the pup and every evening, check the collar. Put your two fingers in there and make sure that it's not too snug because the dog is going to grow, you know, pretty fast. And so that's yeah, what. Yeah, we're on our second collar already. <laughs> yep, yep. And a lot of people don't think about, you know, checking that collar. And all of a sudden, the, when I, the first night of puppy class, that's the first thing I do is I go in to pet him. I check their collars like whoa way tight way tight way tight i said loosen it up loosen it up another thing too is that some people don't think about is 
if you're putting tags on your dog, do not put their name on the dog uh, on the tag. Nobody needs to know your dog's name. Only you do. So you just put I'm lost and your phone number. I had one gal, I mentioned it on the radio show a couple, I think a month ago. I had one gal that said that I was so impressed by her. She said, I put, she put on a tag, my, my mommy's crying. Get me home. <laughs> I thought that was excellent. <laughs> but nobody needs to know. Because, like, let's say, especially with you, with a giant schnauzer, uh, the the big thing is is that that's a rare dog, okay? That's a high mm-hmm. commodity for somebody to like all of a sudden have it disappear, and so that's why what what happens? Let's say your your dog disappears and just by accident, you know, and then all of a sudden I found it and oh wow, a giant schnauzer! I always thought these are so cool, and then I look at the tag, oh fluffy! And I just made a connection with the dog, and now all of a sudden you may not get your dog back. Also, too, let's say I catch the dog and I'm in a really a pinch. I really need some money. And I look at it, it's like mm-hmm. Fluffy. Okay, I call the number. I call you and say, you know what? I got Fluffy. Uh, it would cost you $1,000. You know, they hold him for ransom. I know it sounds mm-hmm. like something from the start, uh, you know, sorry, but no, it, it honestly does happen. So that's why don't put her name on anything because nobody needs to know your dog's name other than at home. You can put her name any place you want. <laughs> okay. Okay, so apple cider vinegar, half and half, and then three quarters uh, apple cider vinegar, and just get that voice in there because you want to try to use that as little as possible. So try that first. Mm-hmm. And then also there okay. is a pet corrector. It's a condensed air, and it's a, it makes a loud hissy noise. You don't spray it at the dog. You spray it next to him towards the floor. At the same time, you say, and then... Uh, you know, leave it. And so some dogs, that will react pretty nice. You can get that at most of your pet stores and such, okay? Okay. Okay, give me a holler. If you got any other questions, please give me a holler. I'd rather have the questions than have you go, help me! <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And okay. also, what age um, should we start using a training collar? You can start anytime. You know, I use oh, okay, a, I use a star mark S T A R M A R K. You can get online. I love yeah, those. Yeah, we've already we've got one. Just oh, excellent! Using it. Yeah, you, sure if we should yet. Or no, not. you can just put it on. Okay. You know, with her other collar for a while, and then and then she gets used to it. Then take the buckle collar off and just have the star mark collar. Okay. Okay. Okay, kiddo. Good luck. Take care. Thank you. You betcha. Bye bye. All right, we got it. Let's see, run here. Okay, we're going to do some state trivia. You ready for this? All right. Which state is known as the Heart of Dixie? Which state is known as the Heart of Dixie? We'll be back. Hello. Yes. All right, we're taking your pet questions. This is the KDK9 Show. Greatly appreciated. Don't forget to mark your calendars for December 11th. We're going to be at Flegels in Rosemount from 3 to 6. Lori and Julia, the the funniest gals on the radio here, <laughs> they're going to be doing their show live, and it's a Santa stop, so please bring unwrapped presents that we can use for our Santa stop. And don't forget about the teenagers, okay? Whether it's uh, gift cards or something like that. I know it's no fun to... Give a gift card, but you know, if it really can help somebody, it's you know, right. you're doing a good thing, is what yes. you're doing. Or, you know, kids like to eat, you know, McDonald's, is, you know, but anyway. <laughs> so, you know, so, but don't forget about the teenagers, okay? Because everybody wants to do the cutesy things for the little guys or the, the little kids. Okay, what is the uh, uh, heart of Dixie? Uh, what state do you think that is? Alabama. Ding, 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 yes. ding, ding, ding. It's Alabama, heart of Dixie. There we go. Good job. One, got that up. Pink. Yes. Oh, I think I'm. You know, all of a sudden I'm starting to feel a little cold. Uh, everybody's sick at my house. Oh no! Yeah, and all of a sudden well, you it's had like, kids. Yeah, oh. so it's just kind of like you know, all of a sudden I'm feeling that. Little, oh no! You know how you 
Okay, something's knocking on the door. Mm. Yeah, beer might be needed here. Today. Beer? Yeah, beer. Yeah, <laughs> I like your style. I would have said um, vitamin C or whatever it's called. That yeah, uh, emergency. <laughs> emergency. Or yeah, maybe, maybe a hot brandy with a little honey yes. and some lemon. I mean, I like the beer too. That's there great. You know, yeah, but, but yeah, all of a sudden it's just like it just hit me. It's like whoa. Oh no. So hopefully I can skirt skirt this off. I got enough yeah. classes coming up. So okay, head <laughs> to the right. phone lines. Yes, we have Carol, and her dog is having kidney issues. Oh, hi Carol, how you doing? Hi Katie, I'm good. I love your show. Well, thank you. Thanks for listening. I greatly appreciate it. So, what kind of pupper and what's going on? I have a Maltese Pekingese mix. All right. And my daughter rescued her when she was less than a year old from some uneducated people who just withheld water oh, Lordy. Okay. Um, at night and stuff because she'd have accidents. Mm-hmm. So when my daughter took her to the vet, we found out she had very tiny, tiny kidneys mm-hmm. and her life expectancy was three to five years. All right. And she's going to be eight in February. Oh, yes, you look at you. Congratulations. Yeah. That is fantastic. She's, she's wonderful. She's a sweet, happy little girl. And we feed her um, Hills Science Diet for bad kidneys mm-hmm. and we mix it with water mm-hmm. and but lately she doesn't really like it mm-hmm. i've always mixed it with vegetables like broccoli or apples or mm-hmm. stuff like that mm-hmm. but what can i put in with it to entice her again well the thing is this is you're going down the wrong road it's, it's called maybe okay. changing the diet totally and so what okay. you need to do is go to dogsnaturallymagazine.com and healthypets.mercola.com, and then put in kidney failure in dogs and start reading. You've got to become your own advocate on what natural things you can do, all right? Okay. See, if this was my my dog and I was going through this, remember, I'm not a vet, okay? But if my dog was going through this, number one, a standard process has some uh, supplements for cats with renal failure and dogs with renal failure, all right? So standard process would be something that I would definitely get into. Then another thing, too, is that I would put them on a raw diet. I wouldn't do any any processed food, uh, anything. Get totally off of all processed food. I would do the uh, okay. like the freeze dried when I don't have time. When I forget to take it raw out and freeze it. <laughs> I mean uh, to thaw it, you know. But anyway, and see, there's a lot of things. What people say, oh, they're too much protein, you know, with the kidneys and the liver. Da, 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 da. But if you start reading, you'll be really surprised on how many. Uh, you know, the, when you look into the natural world, it's, it's going to yeah. be food for thought, and then you can do what you feel comfortable with. All right, that's the thing. What you feel feel comfortable because sometimes when your dog is you know when uh dogs and cats stop eating like we had a, a cat caller earlier that you know it's just sometimes it's because they've been fed the same thing over and over they're kind of like yeah you got something else <laughs> and so well, all, that's what i think yeah yeah because they need a di- they need different protein sources they can't just always be eating chicken or beef or turkey or you know they need to change and when you get a small dog like you have like my kids you remember I, my ethel is three pounds and gilligan's ten yeah all right, so they get they get one thing today, and then a new th- another thing tomorrow, and then the next day they get another thing, and then at four usually four days before I repeat anything they had in prior days. All right, because it, okay. like it's, it, that's what dogs are remember put in this world to be scavengers to eat everything and anything that it wasn't nailed down, and so the thing yeah. is is then lucky them we bring them into our house and we put give them the exact same thing every single solitary day. And so that's why it's really important to have some kind of raw into their diet and not always okay. all processed.
best. All right. But, uh, okay. but like I said, but you need to empower yourself. Just don't rely on conventional vets and then just get input, input. Uh, if you're, uh, um, there's chat rooms, you know, with people that have, you know, cats with kidney failure and dogs with kidney failure that, okay, what worked for you? And then you know, there's going to be a lot of input. You're going to have to sort through it, but at least it's different ways to look at the situation. And then hopefully yeah. you can help yourself and other people too. So, cause, uh, I know some people that took it upon themselves, you know, to educate themselves and by Jiminy and, but, and their dog was like, they gave it weeks to live. That's how it crashed mm. and it lived two, yeah. three more years. I can't remember how long that one lasted, but oh. anyway, so that's what I mean. So, it, you know, food is everything for us, how we feel and how we deal with, you know, health issues and same with our pets. And so that's why, okay. you know, it's, it's huge. And so that, you know, my horse, uh, Jake, uh, January 1st, all horses turn a uh, y- uh, year older, no matter when their birthday is. And he's going to be yeah. 33 come uh, January. You know, every day's, oh, every day's a <laughs> gift, but I almost lost him four years ago. And my vet basically looked at me like, Kate, maybe it's time. You know, he's 29 years old. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. no, uh-uh, I'm not. Nope, 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 nope. So I rolled up my sleeve, did a lot of things naturally. We changed his, his eating and everything. And now you wouldn't believe he's a, a going to be 33 years old yeah he's got a spring to a cool. step yeah it's, it's really cool and same with my dog so that's what i mean you just you got to go out just don't crawl into rock and say well i'm just going to wait this out until it's time no there's so much you can do so just educate yourself those two websites and then just go and google it you know and to put in there i need natural uh a chat room for uh, dogs with kidney uh problems and just see what right. happens and see what it comes up with okay okay can okay. you tell me the what oh where'd she go Hello. She's still on, or she? unless it's something on her end. Carol? Oh, must uh, be her connection. Oh, okay. Carol, call back. <laughs> okay. So please, call back. All right. Okay. Uh, there. Yeah, the... But anyway, yeah, there's so many neat ways. And that's why you've got to be your own advocate for yourself. If you were diagnosed with cancer or something, in, you know, in the human world, mm-hmm. you're just not going to sit there like a deer in the headlight and nod your head to, you know, right. what, what, yeah. the, what the doctor has to say. You, you go research it. And sometimes... I know when I was going through uh, my kidney stuff and then also the, um, I had uterine cancer, how long ago? Almost 10 years ago. And so I'm just not going to sit there. Okay. So I, but sometimes the more information, it scares you oh, even more. I'm sure. And so th- that's what I had to finally do. It's like, okay, I got an idea, this, this, and this, and, you know, so I weighed my options and then I made my decisions, but I, I could have, you know, kept going, digging deeper and deeper, but the thing, yeah. So and everybody's different. Some dogs have, I mean, some dogs, some humans have to just like research everything and leave no stir- stone unturned. That's great. Go for it. And then help empower other people. That's what is really totally necessary is that if somebody's willing to roll up their sleeves, like every time I try to research something on the internet, I wind up in Tahiti. I always say, I, I just can't, it just sends me in so many directions and I don't understand how I got there and it's nowhere near what I wa- <laughs> what I wanted to. So, did she call back? Yeah, so she's good, but she just wanted to know that uh, second website that you were going to recommend or what you what websites to recommend to go well, um, it was search. Dogs, it was dogsnaturallymagazine.com and then uh, Healthy Pets dot mercola m-e-r-c-o-l-a dot com healthypets.mercola.com i'm gonna have to put that on my website and just send people to my website well definitely yeah, yeah. we mentioned it quite a bit i know it yes. I know, and i wish i had a dime <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is hey now remember go to my talk 1071.com go to my katie canine page and you're gonna click on you're gonna uh enter your dog into the the, uh, the pet contest here for that that pet cremation of Minnesota, is, no, my computer is being stupid. That pet commission of Minnesota uh, is putting on, and at the end of the month, they're going to choose uh, a pet, 
and then come on. Well, it can be any pet, correct? Right. It doesn't have to be a dog. It doesn't have to be a dog. Okay. So yeah. So it's pet of the month. Okay. So you just just on my page it says click here to submit your pet, and then you go there and you'll upload your picture. So it could be dog, cat, iguana, horse, could be anything you want. All right. All right. So don't don't go, don't go too far because we still got more to talk about. Okay. The next thing. In which state is located the lowest point in the U.S.? In which state is located the lowest point in the U.S.? We'll be back. Yeah, they said you was high clean.